give me Jesus give me Jesus you can have all this world but give me Jesus change my heart oh God make it ever ever true is that your, your desire this morning change my heart oh God will may I be like You are the potter, oh, and I am the clay. Mold me and make me, Lord, this is what I change my heart oh God will change my heart oh God make it ever true change my heart oh God will may I be like you you are the potter for you are the potter oh and I am the is what I pray. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. I be like you. Will I cast all my cares upon you? And I lay 
all of my burdens down at your feet and anytime amen that I don't know just what to do I will cast all my cares upon one more time will I cast all my cares upon you and I lay all of my burdens will down at your feet and anytime that I don't know just what to do I will cast all my cares upon you I'm so thankful for that, aren't you, this morning? Brother Keith, if you could continue to uh, play, play that. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Lucas if he'll come and open the service in a word of prayer. Um, I don't have any written prayer requests here, but uh, obviously we want to remember all those folks uh, that are missing here this morning, uh, that are traveling or away uh, for the holidays, uh, that the Lord would keep them safe amen as well as all of our uh, youth a lot of our older youth that are at the winter youth retreat and obviously uh, brother barry brother jeremy clayville that's helping on the side a lot of folks there uh, making sure our older youth are uh, amen having a good environment amen so we want to remember them and if you have any unspoken prayer requests we've always got needs here in the church we want to remember you know our sister mary and some of the other folks, we want to uh, always remember our brother Joe Drum as well. Amen. Brother Luke. Let's all bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to come into your house. Lord, and be able to worship you freely and without without any interruption, Lord. Lord, I know what I've been through this week, Lord, and Lord, coming into a, a new year, it's, it's, it's amazing to be able to come into your house and worship you to start my year off. I know the others feel the same way. And Lord, I pray that you would please bless this service, bless the speaker, bless, bless Brother Aaron, Lord, the music, and Lord, everyone that's here, give us all a blessing, Lord. And give us something really special and, and Lord, exactly what we need to start this new year out. Lord, I, only you can do that, Lord. And I, I know that from my own personal experience, Lord, that I, and especially over this year, I know that I can't do, I can't do it all on my own, Lord. Only you can help us through what we need to get through, Lord. So, Lord, please, as we start this new year, Lord, give us all the strength that we need. And Lord, help us to draw ever closer to you. 
starting with this service, Lord. I commit this whole service into your hands. I commit this, all, all of us into your hands, Lord. And I ask that you please come bless us this morning. Thank you so much for it all, Lord. I ask us all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Turn and shake hands with those that are around you and welcome them to the service. And uh, you may have your seats. I want to welcome uh, our visitors that are here with us. We ask you, God bless you. Um, we want a special welcome to Ash Downs. Uh, got moved in uh, just before this weekend, Thursday, I think. And uh, uh, Jason, Sister Emmy, Sister Heidi. Brother Sean, so uh, make sure when you see them, welcome them uh, to the church. It's great to have them here. And uh, for those that are just visiting uh, visitors, we hope that you feel uh, welcomed. It's great to have you here. Um, we got lots of folks missing, so I need you to sing loud and uh, clap those hands loud, all right? Amen. Um, I thought we'd start. I haven't sang this song in a long time. It's a favorite of mine, though. And uh, seeing that we got Brother Keith, our uh, Southern Gospel uh, piano player today, I uh, thought it'd be great to uh, sing Meeting in the Air. I haven't sang that long. I love that song. Amen. Aren't you looking forward to having that meeting in the air? Amen. Well, you have heard of little Moses in the bulrush. You have heard of fearless David and his sling. You have heard the story told of dreaming Joseph and of Jonah and the whale you often sing. Amen. Well, there are many, many others through the Bible. Well, I would like to meet them all, I do declare. By and by, the Lord will surely let us meet them. Amen. At that meeting in the air. Well, there is going to be a meeting in the air In that sweet, sweet by and by And I am going to meet you Meet you over there in that home Beyond the sky Well, such singing you will hear Never heard by mortal ear It'll be glorious, I do and God's own son He'll be the leading one At that meeting in the air How many things will there be missing At that meeting For the mourner's bench will have No place at all There will never be a sermon Preached to sinners For the sinner had refused the call there will be no mourning over wayward loved ones and there will be no lonely nights amen and all our burdens and our anguish will be lifted amen at that meeting in the air oh there is going to be a meeting in the air in that sweet sweet by and by and I am going to meet you meet you over there in that home beyond the sky well such singing you will hear never heard by mortal ear 
It'll be glorious, I do declare. And God's own Son, amen, He'll be the leading one at that meeting in the air. There the doubters will be missing altogether. All the skeptics will be absent on that day. There will be no grumblers present to disturb us. And the Achans will be busy far away. There the saints will have their seal upon their foreheads. Oh, dressed in raiment none but ransom ones can wear. And all who have the wedding garments will be present. Amen. At that meeting in the air. Oh, there is going to be a meeting in the air. In that sweet, sweet by and by. And I am going to meet you, meet you over there in that home beyond the sky. Oh, such singing you will hear, never heard by mortal ear. It'll be glorious, I do declare. And God's own Son, amen, He'll be the meaning one at that meaning in the air. All right, hang on just a second. I want to go back to that, um, yeah, second verse there. Um, There'll be no lonely nights of pleading prayer. I love that word, amen. Some of these old songs, I love the new songs. Don't get me wrong, young people, younger people. I love the new songs too. But some of those older songs, just the inspired words, amen, of taking that and really hitting home, amen. I really, really like that part. Many things will there be missing in that meeting. For the mourner's bench will have no place at all. There will never be a sermon preached to sinners. For the sinner had refused to heed the call. And there will be no mourning over wayward loved ones. Amen. No more lonely nights of pleading prayer. And all our burdens and our anguish. Hallelujah. Well, at that meeting in the air. Oh, there is going to be a meeting in the air. In that sweet, sweet by and by. And I am going to meet you, meet you over there. In that home beyond the sky. Oh, such singing you will hear. Never heard by mortal ear. It'll be glorious, I do declare. And God's own son, he'll be the leading one at that meeting in the air. One more time. Oh, there is going to be a meeting in the air. In that sweet, sweet by by And I am going to meet you, meet you over there in that home beyond the sky. Well, such singing you will hear, never heard by mortal ear. It'll be glorious, I do declare. And God's own Son, 
He'll be the leading one at that meeting in the air. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Keith is going to sing for us this time. Out on this song, it's one of my favorites. We sing it as a congregation, and I, I just, but I like it. I think it's a great song to start off the new year. You, everybody's got these resolutions and these well wishes of prosperity and success, and but all I want to do for this new year is just hold to God's unchanging hand, because I know if I'm holding to that, it, it don't matter what else takes place. He's got he's got it all. So just help me sing this this morning. Time is filled with swift transition. None on earth can move can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. God's unchanging hand. Sing the second one now. Trust in Him who will not leave you. Whatsoever years may bring, if by earthly friends forsaken still more closely to him cling everybody just hold to God's unchanging hand hold to God's unchanging hand on things eternal hold to God's unchanging hand covet not this world's vain riches that so rapidly decay Gain the heavenly treasures They will never pass away And I love this And when your journey is completed If to God you have been true Your home in glory Your enraptured soul will view All you gotta do is hold To God's unchanging hand Hold to God's unchanging hand 
hopes on things eternal. Oh, to God's unchanging hand. Oh, one more time now. All you gotta do is hold to God's unchanging hand. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Oh, just build your hopes on. Things eternal Hold to God's unchanging hand Amen. You enjoy that? Amen. Let's stand. We're going to ask the ushers to come this time. Bring up the uh, offering. Get ready to change the order of the service. Before Brother Aaron comes, Brother David, if you could ask the blessing on the offering. Amen. Uh, As Brother Aaron comes, let's sing that song, Something Keeps Holding Me. You know that, Brother Keith? I thought that that would be a great song uh, to start the new year off. Amen. I'm thankful something keeps holding me. Amen. It, with the uh, trials that uh, happen to all of us, they're different for every one of us, but we all got trials. I'm thankful that there's something that's holding us. Amen. The trials of this world was getting closer. I felt was more than I could bear. I was on the verge of giving over. The strength within myself wasn't there Amen Oh something keeps holding me Well every day I see He's helping me faithful to overcome my trials Guiding me constantly, hallelujah, giving me victory, for he's a reality, and something keeps holding me. Now Satan laid before me. His temptation 
will and his desire to steal away my faith Oh, but I have found in time the revelation the strength I need to keep me in his grace Oh, something keeps holding me Hallelujah Every day that I see He's helping me faithfully Overcome my trials Will guiding me constantly Giving me victory For He's a reality Something keeps holding me Let's sing it again as Brother Aaron comes Well, something keeps holding me Well, every day that I see Helping me faithfully to overcome my trials. Oh, guiding me constantly. Yes, giving me victory. Sensory. Has it been holding you all your life? He hasn't been holding me. And he is a reality. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for being with us throughout the year. Father, you have been holding us, Lord, through the storms of life, through mountains, through rivers, through valleys. Father, you have always been with us. Lord, as David of old said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want for he makes me to lie beneath the still waters, and he restoreth my soul. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, because thou art with me. Lord, as, I, as we go into 2023, Lord, we shall fear no evil, because thou art with us. We thank you this morning, Lord, for bringing us into your house. For, Father, we know that we can never begin anything without you, Lord. For in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And, Father, it's appropriate for us to begin the year with you, to begin with the Word. For, Father, you are the Alpha and you are the Omega. We ask that you go with us, Father, through 2023. As Moses of old said, Lord, if you can't go with us, then we don't want to go. Be with us, O oh Father. Bless the service, Lord. May you set aside the minister and may you, Lord God, be the speaker and the hearer of the word. We commit these things into your hands in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. Uh, God bless you uh, this, this morning. And we want to say Happy New Year. 
Um, we hope that um, you had a wonderful 2022. <laughs> I, I did. It was a rough year, but I, I had a wonderful year. Praise the Lord. And we'd like to thank our musicians and Brother Ben for uh, leading the songs. Always enjoy the, 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 the song service. Um, we also want to remember the folks that are traveling for the winter youth retreat, that the Lord will be with them as they travel back. Um, just for a short inspiration this morning, uh, I realized that it's a holiday. Some folks want to travel. Some have visitors. So we're not going to spend a lot of time. So it will be a very, very short sermon. I don't have a lot of notes anyway. <laughs> uh, I was ministering yesterday. Um, it's my always been my tradition to have communion, you know, at um, cross overnight, so I got a chance to minister, and the people were pulling, and I lost literally almost my voice, <laughs> uh, praise the Lord, so uh, we want to talk about Selah, if we can uh, turn our Bibles to Psalms chapter 32 verse 7, if you want to stand with me, that's all right, we want to greet the, the, the visitors that are with us this morning. And we welcome all of you here in the house of the Lord. There is no visitor in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord belongs to God. All of us here, we are just pilgrims. We come here to worship. So you are not visitors, you are family. Psalms chapter 32 verse 7. If you have it, it reads like this in my Bible. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with song of deliverance. I want us to read this last part together. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. You may have your seats. And the last part says Selah, which is my, the title of my sermon. And uh, I'd like to congratulate uh, Sister Ashley for, on her engagement. Uh, we're certainly praying for you. Um, looking forward to many weddings in 2023. <laughs> um, I can certainly remember the time when I, when I had my wedding. And it was very nice. A little tiring, but it was nice. <laughs> I had like four, 400, 500 people. And if you're a minister, you know, you, you have to invite everyone, right? <laughs> so I had so many people. At honeymoon, I went to sleep. I was so tired. <laughs> so uh, so we want to we wanna begin this year... Um, on a very, very sober note. That's always the way to begin the year. You want to begin very soberly. You want to approach the new year with soberness, praise God. No doubt, many churches today, maybe in the midnight, people were making declarations. Some will say this is the year of uh, excellency. Some will say this is the year of prosperity. Some will say they will make all kinds of declarations. But at the end of the day, God is not moved by a man's declaration. God is moved by his program. God works by his program. And if you want to be successful, you have to get into God's program. 
That's why we make goals, but we don't make resolutions. We, we, we commit our ways unto the Lord. And he is the one that is able to establish them. That's why the Bible says in the book of James, don't say I'm going to do this tomorrow. Say, if the Lord is willing. When you do that, you take it away from you. You, you put it in the hands of God. So whatever happens, you are not disappointed because you know that it's God. Praise the Lord. So now people will say 2023 is going to be this, and many times it has been proven wrong. We have seen pandemics, we have seen wars, and if we look in the scriptures, we know that all these things are going to increase more and more. But one thing that we know is that unto the bride, the scripture says shalom. Praise God. The bride of Jesus Christ is in Goshen. We are not affected by the things that happen in the world. Yes, they affect us, right? Because, you know, we, are, we live in this world. But they don't affect us inwardly. Paul says, though outwardly we perish, but inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Praise God. So we want to make sure that as we begin the year, we, we start on the very right footing. Because how you start will determine how you finish. If a bullet, if you miss your target when you zero in, then your bullet is going to miss. Praise God. So if you start well, you will finish well. If you start the year right, you will finish the year right. If you start your marriage right, you will finish right. Praise be to God. So David here, he uses the word seller many times. And many people have different uh, interpretations on what this word means. But the common one is that seller means to pause and to reflect. It means to stop. It's like a song, right? Both sounds are songs. You sing, you sing a verse and then you pause and you reflect. So that's very, very important in a Christian life to come to a place where you pause and you reflect. And when we, and when we come to the end of the year, it's not a time to floric as the world would do that, you know, uh, get some beers, you know, they drink, they, you know, do all kinds of things. It's a time for a Christian to pause and to reflect, and then you, you count your blessings and you name them one by one. And you praise the Lord for what he did for you. And then you commit your goals for the future in his hands. Because when you pause and you reflect, you say, oh, God has been wonderful to me. How many of you went to the emergency rooms last year? A couple of times, right? The enemy would have consumed you, but God was on your side. And when you pause and you reflect, you say, thank you, Lord. How many of you were driving on the highway, maybe with a truck, and maybe a lot of things happened, but nothing consumed you because the Lord was on your side? How many people lost relatives in 2022? Is it because we are here, because we are clever? No, it was because of the grace of God. So as we start the year, we want to pause and to reflect. We had a praise report from Brother uh, Billy Ivey last week. The family uh, went into an accident and the car was totaled, but nobody was hurt. And we look at that. What do we do? We pause and we reflect. That is the grace of God. We had three of our, of our young people here who got engaged last year. Praise the Lord. In a time where many are backsliding and going you know, different paths. And we see things, things happening. It's not by coincidence. It's the grace of God. God is on our side this morning. God was on our side in 2022, and God shall be on our side as we go into 2023. Praise be to God. It's God 
who works in us and through us. It's Christ who is all in, in all. Praise the Lord. That's how there was an, a man called Jonah. He was a prophet. So he, God sent him to preach to, to, to the people in Nineveh. Now, he being a Jewish man, a prophet, a man of God, it did not sit well with him to go and preach to the Gentiles. And many times, you know, as a Jew, you know, you feel like the Gentiles, they are outcasts, praise the Lord. So he was reluctant to go to preach to the people in Nineveh. And you know the story of Jonah. And, and he was angry with God. Why would God send me to this place? And I want to say that sometimes God will make us do things that does not make sense to us, but it makes sense to him. Sometimes God puts us through things that we don't understand why, but we know that he is working all things for his good. And then he preaches to the people of Nineveh, and he was expecting them to reject the gospel. You know, sometimes we have our, pre, uh, we have our preconceived ideas on how things are supposed to be. But things don't always happen the way we think they will happen. Things will happen the way God wants them to happen. Sometimes we think, well, I, I, have a, I had a fallout with this brother, so God is going to destroy him. Sometimes God doesn't do that. Sometimes we think, well, if I'm angry with this person, then God is angry with them. Sometimes God doesn't work like that. Sometimes we feel like, well, if people don't worship the same way that we do, then they are lost. Guess what? They are not lost sometimes. God knows where his children are. Praise God. So that's a complex that Jonah had. And when he saw that God did not destroy the people of Nineveh, he was disappointed. He said, Lord, I thought you were going to destroy these people so that my word could be fulfilled. And he was angry. And what did he do? Let's uh, turn with me to the book of Jonah, chapter, chapter 4, verse 5. I like the story of Jonah. You know, he was sitting at a place, and when he was sitting there, he, God... He created an ox goad, not an ox goad, as I'm thinking about Jephthah, just a goad that gave a shed to Jonah, right? Verse 5, it says, So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east of the city, and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till, the, till he might see what would become of the city. He was waiting for judgment to strike the city. Now, that's not, that is not a Christian attitude, we, we don't want people to be destroyed or to be judged. That's why we, we stay away from politics because it's toxic. Praise God. The attitude of a Christian is you love people and you respect them. And you wish that God would help them. No matter how, in what circumstance they are. A Christian has love for the next person. Praise God. And, and the Lord God prepared a God, and it might come up over jo, uh, Jonah, and it might be a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceedingly get, glad for the God. But God prepared a, war, a worm when the morning rose the next day, and it smote the God, and it withered. And it, it came to pass when the sun did rise that God prepared a vehement east wind. You see, this is God doing all these things. And the sun beat upon the head of Jonah, and he fainted and wished in himself to die. And said, it is better for me to die than to live. Praise God. 
Verse 9, and, and God said to Jonah, do you do well to be angry for the God? And he said, I do well to be angry even unto death. Amen. You see, this was, God was trying to, because you see, anger puts you in a rage. It's like, you know, road rage. You, you lose yourself. But God wanted Jonah to, 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 to come to a cellar moment, to stop, to pause, and to reflect. So God created this whole scenario where, you know, he brings up this God and he sends a worm. All this is God trying to bring Jonah to a place where he can stop and reflect. And sometimes God has to use extreme means. Because sometimes we, we get caught up in, in, in what we have in our minds. I'm going to do this. I want to achieve this. And then until we, 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 we lose track of God's program. So God sends this worm and he sends this vehement east wind so that Jonah could be scorched. When Jonah was scorched, then he started to have a conversation with God. He says, why are you angry? Praise God. And I want you to know that God did not come to Jonah's level. God remained God. He remained calm and composed. Praise be to God. God is not a human being that moves up and down like we do. God remains God. Hallelujah. So Jonah, God had to make Jonah reflect. To say, hey, look, Jonah, this is not about you. This is, this is about God's program. So whatever we are doing in our life, it's not about ourselves, but it's about Jesus. Praise be to God. Whether it's, it's the jobs that we do, the Bible says that work as if you are working unto the Lord. The children that we have, that's why we dedicate them unto the Lord. It's not for ourselves, but it's unto the Lord. A Christian owes everything to Jesus. Hallelujah. We owe even our breath to Jesus. Because without God, we are nothing. Remember, Abraham, when he was born, he was Abraham. And God changed his name to Abraham. And he put the letter H. And the letter H in Hebrew, when you speak it, you split the tongue. Like, like, it's a breath. So God breathed his life into Abraham. And Abraham became a part of God's own life. That's why Paul says that when Jesus, who is our life, shall appear. Jesus himself is our substance. He is our life. Hallelujah. That's why when we sit at the Thanksgiving table, when we, we are ready to have our food, we, we, we pause and we give thanks unto the Lord before we break our bread. We reflect and say, these apples are not just falling from the sky. It's God who gives us these things. Hallelujah. And sometimes because of privilege, like Jonah, he was a Jew, he became entitled. And when you become entitled, sometimes it's not a good thing. You know, when we were in Tanzania, uh, we, we saw the Maasai people, some of them would walk for, you know, miles to come to church. And these people were happy singing in church. Some of them did not have shoes on. Some of them did not have basic things in life. But they were praising God and worshiping with all their hearts. But then you come to this part of the world where, you know, we have everything that we need literally, right? But you find people with sad faces. That's the attitude that Jonah had. And God does not like that attitude. 
So what does he do? He sends a wind so that we can pause and we reflect. You wonder why sometimes you lose your job. Maybe God wants you to stop for a moment and to reflect. Sometimes, you know, bad things. I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, all the time. Sometimes God allows certain things to happen to make us stop and slow down. You remember the days when you came, when you came to the Lord, you were on fire, reading the Bible, praying, reading the spoken word. But somewhere along the, the way, you, you became, you know, entitled and, you know, I'm, I'm already in the bride, I'm already saved, I don't need to do anything. And God doesn't like that. He wants us to pause and to reflect. Are you pausing and reflecting as you're getting into 2023? Say, Lord, I want a closer walk with you. Amen. Praise be to God. Peter says here, he says, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bozo, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb as speaking with men's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. So this man called Balaam, similarly to Jonah, he was mad. That's what the Bible is saying. He, he, he had his own ambitions. And God, and he, and he was riding on a donkey, and the donkey stopped. And the donkey stopped because there was an angel which was standing before the donkey. And Balaam began to beat the donkey. Praise be to God. In his rage. And the, big, the donkey spoke. And even though the donkey spoke, Balaam did not realize that this is unusual for a donkey to speak. That's how outrageous he was. But it was God trying to pause and to stop Balaam so that he could reflect. Am I in the program of God? Am I in the will of God? But alas, sometimes we get overwhelmed with our personal ambitions. We forget about God. Praise be to God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. These are my KPIs. I'm going to do this. I'm going to travel there. Have you asked God about all these things? Praise the Lord. Like myself, I have, my goal is to lose a couple of pounds. And I'm asking the Lord, is this, is this your will? <laughs> so you, you help me pray for that one. <laughs> Because I want to be in the will of God. Because, <laughs> you know, I have to be exactly where God wants me to be. What he saw me before the foundation of the world. <laughs> Praise God. You know, Brother Perry Green used to keep a beard and, you know, so that he could preach to the people in the East because they love that, right? So if you're an evangelist, you never know. Maybe God wants you to have some more so that you can preach to some people. That may, you know, <laughs> you to that. But anyway... Those are some of my 2023 goals. <laughs> but I'm not saying you shouldn't invite me for brisket. <laughs> there are always exceptions to goals. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Balaam, God stopped him so that he could reflect. And still, he could not reflect. You look at everything that is happening in our country, right? You look at the war in Ukraine, we are faced with a recession, we are faced with debt, right? Are people going to stop and reflect? No. After, after the pandemic, you, you thought that maybe all the churches would be filled up. If you read the Bible in the book of Revelations, the reason why God brought the plugs is that people, maybe they can stop and, and reflect and repent. 
But the Bible says in the book of Revelations, they did not repent. That's a sad thing. So when God brings diseases, he's not trying to destroy people. He's hoping that maybe someone, when he's sick with a venereal disease, they will stop committing adultery. Maybe if HIV comes, maybe it will deter people from doing the wrong things. When, you know, lung cancer comes, maybe people will stop smoking. But people who read it in big red letters, smoking will cause cancer, and they'll go ahead and smoke. Why? Because they don't have the power to overcome that. But we have been given a power from above. And if you are willing, God's power is ready to help you. Hallelujah. There are always signs everywhere. Remember, every junction is very dangerous. Most accidents happen in a junction. They they happen because of speed and because of a junction most of the time. And sometimes, you know, like Balaam, he he was in haste. And many times when you are in haste, God doesn't dwell with you like that. God says, be still and know that I am God. Now, we we have certain junctions in life. Adolescence is a junction. Very dangerous junction. Menopause is a junction. And many divorces happen when people get into menopause. And they don't know what's happening to them. Sometimes when men get to about 40, it's a junction, right? Because your life is changing. And they call it midlife crisis. They, you know, give them all kinds of names. But it's a junction. But you know what? Every junction, there is a traffic light. And you have to look at the traffic light. When green says go, red says stop. And the prophet says in the message, the junction of time, every junction, God sends an angel. So at the junction that we are right now, there is an angel. There is the Holy Spirit. He tells you where to go, and he tells you where to stop. Praise be to God. When we come to 2022, 2023, that's a junction, right? Don't just go over the junction. Stop and reflect. Lord, what do you want with, for me in 2023? So get some time alone, you know. If you want to go to the mountains, you know, even in your own space, sometimes just switch off the phone Read your Bible. Just spend quiet time with God. Reflect on your life. Think about all the things that God did for you last year. Some of you, your children were baptized in 2022. That was the grace of God. Hallelujah. Some of you, you went with your kids to the ER maybe four or five times and God kept you. Some of you, you went through difficult situations but you came out. That was the grace of God. Reflect and praise God. Amen. Psalm 124 verse 1. David says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. When men rose up against us. Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. When the waters had overflowed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us a spray to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. 
the name of the Lord is a mighty tower. And the righteous, the righteous, they run into it and they are safe. We are not hiding behind the dollar. We are not hiding behind the flag, although we are proud of it. We are not hiding behind our, the, the name of our country, our navy. We are hiding behind the, the name of Jesus. Right now, we have got a war happening in Ukraine. We don't know how if things can escalate any minute. We have got tensions with South Korea and North Korea. Anything, it can escalate any minute. We have got tensions in Taiwan. China sending record, you know, warplanes in, 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 the, in the Chinese strait, in the uh, Taiwanese strait. And things can escalate any moment. No matter where you look, things are not okay. This causes for people who are spiritual to be sober, to think about their life, to pause, to think about their families, to apply the token. But the trick that the devil does, you know what he does? When, you're, when it's a, a young boy is walking through the grave, he will whistle so that he's not reminded that he's afraid. You know, when all these things that are happening, what does the devil do? He gives people TikTok, Netflix, and all those things, and they just forget. You know, they just laugh. <laughs> and then that's it. That's how they, they get by. And then they, get, they buy pain medication. And suddenly everything is okay. Guess what? It's not okay. Find Jesus in your heart. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a mighty tower. Praise God. Isaiah 40 verse 29. He giveth power to the faint, to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. So, God, it's okay to faint. It's okay to be tired. It's okay when you have lost your revival. But you have to recognize that it's God that gives back the strength. Verse 30, even the youth, when the Bible says, even the youth, what it means is that ideally young people are supposed to be overzealous. Ideally, young people are supposed to be on fire for the Lord. Ideally, young people are supposed to run for more miles than we old people. But here the Bible is saying, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. But I like verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We are living in a time where there is a lot of weariness and drowsiness. You know, being weary, you're not dead. You're just weary. You're not backslidden. You're just weary. You know, people are weary to come to church. They've come many times. People, sometimes they used to sing specials. They no longer sing them anymore. They become weary. Sometimes people who, who used to love testifying, they no longer testify. They became weary of it. Sometimes people used to share scriptures and devotions. They no longer do that. Why? Because people become weary. Sometimes people become weary because, you know, the, the, the night has been long. The Bible says in Jesus Christ speaking about the the tenth virgin says, because the night was long, they became weary and they slept. All the virgins. You know, when we came in the message, people thought, oh, it's going to come in 1970. 
what was what, 75? <laughs> and the people were on fire, but then 75 passed, and then people became weary. That's why I said, don't stay away from calculating. Where are we are in 20, 2023, you know, the shortest age was FSS 117. So if we take 117 from 1906, so maybe 2023, that will make you weary. Because 2023 will come and it will pass. And then you say, well, 2024, uh, 2024, number 24 means what? And then this, you start to put things together. And then it doesn't happen. And then you become weary. So there's a lot of weariness that, that, that has gone in Laodicea. Some people are weary because they have made so many mistakes until they have given up on themselves. Say, Brother Aaron, I have tried and I have tried and I'm now weary. You know what? God gives you strength. Some of, some of you have gone through toxic ministries. I mean, we have to say it, right? There, there are toxic ministries out there. there. Not all ministries are instituted by God. You know, there are toxic ministries there. And, uh, and you know what? If God doesn't help you, you become weary of religion. You become weary of the message of the hour. And when, when you are weary, that's when the devil closes in. You know, when you are in the desert and you are walking, you know what the vouchers will do? They will fly very low. And then you will be, they are trying to weary you. And then once you weary, you fall down. And then they will eat you. So if you know anything about desert, when the vouchers come, ignore them. Because what you need is your strength. Remember, our test is not speed, but it's endurance. The Bible says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. But the devil knows how to make people collapse. He knows how to make people weary. Some of you used to buy flowers for your wives. You used to you know, say, sing poems to them. But now you no longer do it. You became weary. You have been disappointed quite a number of times. Some of you, you know, used to you know, make special meals for your husband on Friday. But now you no longer do it. You became tired and weary. Praise God. But this morning I'm saying, Seller, God can renew your strength. Amen. Hallelujah. You say, ah, no, brother Aaron, I'm not weary. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just giving other people a chance to sing. No, that's a complex. God inspires you to sing. Come and sing. Praise the Lord. If God inspires you, you wonder why we are standing here preaching. We are trying our best. Obviously, I know that, you know, if I had things my way, I would be sitting. I know there are people here that have, you know, better gifts, that they can do a better job. But you, you see that if God gives you something, you just do the little that you can do. It might not be the best, but the little that it can help someone. Amen. Praise be to God. God can renew your strength. Sometimes we become weary because of thorns and thistles. You say, Brother Aaron, my road has been rough. I've been, I've been in debt. I've, been, I've seen all kinds of things. But you know what? God leads his children along. Some through the water, some through the fire, but all through the blood. So, Brother Aaron, I tried everything. I, I, I led my kids to the Lord. I, I did everything, but they went into the world. Don't lose hope. You will meet them on the other side. Praise be to God. Sometimes we become weary because... We feel like our path is a hill. We feel like other people's path is a little bit easy. Mine is, is a bit of a hill. 
I'm dealing with, with diabetes. I'm dealing with these. I'm taking three medications, and I've got a job situation. Everyone has a cross. If you see other people's crosses, you, you'll be like, no, I, I think I'm, I'm happy with my cross. <laughs> if you would try someone else's cross, or if, <laughs> all right, I, I want to go. <laughs> what you have is the best for you. The kids that you have is the best for you. The spouse that you have is the best for you. God gave Moses Zipporah. She was a woman of temper. But that made Moses the meekest man upon the earth. Praise God. Sometimes we become weary because we make so many mistakes. God loves you with your mistakes. Praise God. Sometimes we, we become weary because we have had so many setbacks. You know what? For every setback, God will restore. There is always a comeback. You may not see it with your eyes, but God has a comeback. Praise be, praise be to God. All right. Where is my pointer here? God's people is that way. The world is that way. We all need a juniper tree, a place to rest. I trust that this convention will be a juniper tree. Now, Brother Branham talks about a juniper tree many times. A juniper tree is a place where sometimes it's a complex, right? But God allows some of those complex to come so that you can also sit and, 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 and reflect. But you shouldn't stay in your complex. Praise be to God. You have to overcome your complex by the word of God. Anything that is not scripture will wind up being a complex. Your, your, your actions should be guided by the scripture. And if you are doing something that is contrary to the, to the scriptures, you are yielding yourself to the devil. So don't allow the enemy to bolt you down in your complex. You have to come out of your complex. Praise be to God. The prophet says here, like the old shepherd stories of a sheep that broke its leg. And he said, how did the sheep break its leg? He said, I broke its leg. He said, why are you a cruel shepherd to break your own sheep's leg? He said, no, she wouldn't mind me. And said, then I had to break her leg in order that I could pick her around and, and baby her a little bit and give some special food so that she would love me and follow me. I would think sometimes if Paul wasn't in jail, maybe he would have, have written all those letters that we have. If Fanny Crosby wasn't blind, probably she wouldn't have written all the songs that she wrote. Sometimes God breaks sheep's leg so that they can give him the attention that he needs. But if I were you, I wouldn't wait for him to break the leg. No, no, no. Because he would do it one way or the other. We call it the old school. Shall we do it the old school? Or shall we obey? I would say, Lord, I want to obey. I want to trust and obey. I don't want to come to church after I go through a near-death experience. I was in Africa one time. I saw I was preaching in a place, and then uh, my, my, my most recent trip, and then there was a car that was parked, because sometimes when you're ministering, you come very early so that you see that your notes are in order. So maybe you can come two hours early. So I find a car that is parked. And I said, wow, this brother is early. This is wonderful. And my mother-in-law says, no one beats this brother to come early to church. 
It's because he had a near-death experience and God helped him. I say, Lord, I don't want to wait for that to come to church early. I want to have the Holy Spirit so that I come to church early. I don't want to come to church early only when there's a church dinner. I know sometimes when there's a church dinner, Brother Tom, he laughs at me. He says, Brother Aaron, you're early. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, so sometimes God breaks the sheep's leg so that they can pause. Seller. So when you, when you read a psalm, seller, pause and think about it. Amen. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. <coughs> Excuse me. Matthew chapter 25. I think we have spoken about this. The Bible says, and then there were five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out and meet him. So in the midnight, remember we are living in the, in the evening time. So the spirit of slumbering and sleeping is there. Remember Jesus Christ when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. And he said to the disciples, won't you pray with me? And they were, they were weary. They wanted to sleep. Why? Because the enemy had he had taken over. God allowed it. And Jesus said to the disciples, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he says, will not you watch with me one hour? Praise God. In other words, we're saying, at least, all right, I know you are tired, but why don't you just pray with me for at least one hour? That's what Jesus Christ was asking. And I believe he's still asking that today. As I thought on my ways, the, the, the prophet says, I would like to read some scripture of the verse of in, in Psalms 119, uh, verse 59. It says, I thought on my ways and turned my feet to thy testimonies. And it says here in paragraph 8, I can see his house was being watched. So and his army was watching his house to kill him. I can see David as he nervously writing his hands and walking back and forth to and fro through his room, looking out the window and watching every little move in the bush. For he didn't know what time that an arrow might whistled through the air right to his own bosom. And it was then that these words come to him. As I thought on my ways, I turned my feet to thy testimonies. He reflected when he saw how God was protecting him, how things can go bad any moment. He, he said, I thought on my ways and I turned my feet to your testimonies. We were in Tanzania and we were going to Loliando and we were in this truck, me, Brother Ben, Brother Andrew, Dr. Andrew, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Brother Joseph and other brothers. And uh, Brother Ben began to share the testimony of how the Lord intervened for his wife. You know, she had to go through surgery and how the Lord spoke to them and, you know, things worked out. And, you know, it was a testimony that really touched my heart. And, you know, the atmosphere just changed in the car and he was weeping. I wanted to weep too, you know. And I, I thought in my heart, Surely the Lord has been good to us through this year. Amen. How many people go through surgery and then it's not successful? How many people can say, well, the Lord told me to do this. When you have an anchor in your heart to know that God has led me to do this. I said, surely God is alive and Israel is not consumed. Praise be to God. 
Many testimonies like that. Say, Brother Aaron, this happened to me, but then God helped me. I met a sister the other time. She said, Brother Aaron, those kids of mine that I was telling you about, they were all baptized. I said, God bless you, my sister. We were praying for your children. And that's been the Lord that has been good to you. Amen. And he says, uh, the prophet says here, he says, it was the Roman soldier when he had stood there and seen the sun go down in the middle of the day. He saw the rocks ring out of the mountains. He heard one say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He pressed his spear into his heart and seen the water flow out. When he see that, he began to think on his ways. And he fell on his face and screamed and said, Truly, that is the Son of God. He began to think on his way. He stopped, he paused, and he reflected. Stop, pause, reflect. When you see things, don't just be you know, a blind person. You don't be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to things that are around you. When God speaks to us, he speaks to us through the things that we understand. Right? And when things are happening, stop, pause, and reflect. Go to God and pray and say, Lord, what are you trying to, 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 to speak? To? What, what are you trying to say to me? Brother Branham was like that. He was very sensitive. He goes to Cincinnati Zoo. He sees an eagle that is caged and says, Lord, it takes inspiration. He goes to uh, Los Angeles. He goes to, uh, 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 he sees the replica of Moses and he ca- gets an inspiration. He picks up a cigarette box. He gets an inspiration and thinking man's future. I mean, we can give many, many examples. But he was able to see God in nature. He was able to see God in things around him. He goes to Brother, to, to brother Demos Shekari and his farm. And he sees him in, uh, grafting uh, oranges and grapes. And he gets inspiration. Praise God. He, I mean, I can give you a lot of examples. He goes to Africa. He sees the lion. He goes, they take him on a tour to the diamond mine. And he, he sees, you know, the rainbow colors coming through the diamond. And he catches inspiration. God is speaking all the time. But we are not still and steady enough to hear his voice. Sometimes we think that God will step out and say, my son, I have come down. Oh, I have seen what you're going through. Sometimes God speaks through your wife. That's why God said to Abraham, listen to what Sarah has told you. And I like what Brother Burley says. Sometimes he says, listen to your wife. Sometimes he says, why did you listen to your wife? (laughs) He told Adam, why did you listen to your wife Eve? (laughs) Praise God. So it's not a... a, a, I had to balance that because brothers would be texting texting me after service. (laughs) Brother Aaron, are you sure about that? (laughs) Praise God. So you have to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Sometimes God speaks through your children. And if you are a Christian, you don't know everything. A Christian is a lamp. You are vulnerable. You are trusting. Even if you are a minister, never come to a complex where you think you know better than everyone. No, sir. No, no, no. You are the least of all the people. You always have to learn something from some people. And you always have to listen. And if there's anything that we don't have in this age, is people that can listen. You know, it's something that God has to teach you. Sometimes, you know, 
there's a lot of frustration in the home with the kids and because you're just not sitting down to listen, that's all. Right? And then you, you go to the pastor, you go to, to the minister, you say, Brother Aaron, this is my issue. And then we sit down and then we speak for one hour and then we discover there wasn't an issue. Maybe all you wanted was a time to speak and to listen to each other, that's all. Praise be to God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathens. I will be exalted in the earth. God says, be still and know that I am God. God's people have to be still. Sometimes God is not in noise, you know, like the modern secular music. It's just the rock and roll, right? That's entertaining to the flesh. But sometimes God is not in that. Praise God. Yes, we have to praise, right? I'm not saying, you know, God, God, you see, God, you cannot put God in a box. Sometimes God speaks in thunder. Sometimes he, he's in the mountains. Sometimes he's in the river. He's in the desert. God is everywhere. So there's a place for everything. There's a place for praise. There's a place for dancing. But I'm saying he's not always in rock, in that, you know, uh, loud secular music. That's appealing to the flesh. But we don't praise God to, we don't sing songs just to, to satisfy our appetite. We sing songs to praise God. Amen. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So everything that has breath can praise the Lord. But when it comes to worship, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. And when we say spirit, we're not just talking about any spirit. His spirit. We worship him in his spirit and in his truth. Praise be to God. If the musicians can come. I want to say to you, Happy New Year. Uh, God bless you. Numbers chapter 6. God told Aaron, the high priest, he said, You shall bless the children of Israel in this wise. God bless you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you. Praise be to God. God bless you as you get into 2023. Don't be afraid of anything. God is on your side. Don't be afraid of the recession or the economy. God is on your side. God started this work with us and he will finish it unto the end. If we can stand upon our feet. Just pause and reflect for a moment. When you were on the highway with your truck and you almost had a wreckage, but God was with you. When you were in the hospital, things could have gone bad, but God was with you. You could have made many mistakes. You could have been dead, but God was with you. Pause and reflect and thank God for that. And commit your plans for next year into his hands. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord. Father, we say, Selah. Like Samuel of old who came to a place and he says, Ebenezer, the Lord, hitherto has the Lord helped us. Father, for our patriarchs, our fathers, whenever they had a victory, they would build an out unto you and reflect and give praises and thanks to you. Father, this is how the fathers overcame. This is even how the founding fathers of our country overcame. That's why they had thanksgiving. That's why they had all these ceremonies to praise you and to reflect and to thank you for what you had done for them. We thank you, Father, for all that you did in 2022, Lord. 
for all the healings, Lord, for all the testimonies, for all the people that you blessed and all the opportunities and all those that you kept. We ask that you continue to be with us in 2023, Lord. We pray, Father, that you forgive us of our sins and wash us in your blood and help us to be closer and closer to you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We commit this congregation into your hands. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brother Ben. Falling in love with Jesus We're falling in love with Jesus Oh, falling in love with Jesus Was the best thing I ever done Let's sing that again, falling in love Falling in love with Jesus We're falling in love with Jesus Falling in love with Jesus Was the best thing I ever, ever done In his arms, in his arms, I feel protected, and in his arms, never disconnected. Oh, in his arms, I feel protected, and there's no place I'd rather, rather be, is falling in love, oh, falling in love with Jesus, yes, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with was the best thing I ever done in his arms oh in his arms I feel protected well in his arms never disconnected in his arms I feel protected And there's no place I'd rather, rather be One more time, falling in love Oh, falling in love with Jesus We're falling in love with Jesus Oh, falling in love with Jesus Was the best thing I ever done Amen I enjoyed that this morning, amen That was uh, 
That was awesome. I uh, really appreciate Brother Aaron, and it's not just because he says he uh, ministers the message of the hour, not the three-hour message, but uh, 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 we, we really do appreciate Brother Aaron, and we're thankful to have him and his family here with us. Amen? Amen. Um, let's sing that song, uh, We Need You, Lord. I'd like to sing that before uh, we uh, get ready to dismiss. Um, We're starting, uh, I was thinking this morning, we're starting 2023 on a Sunday. It's the first day of the week. It's the first day of the year. Um, And, uh, you know, Brother Branham was not big on uh, having new uh, resolutions or anything like that. But this is another time, I think, just to dedicate ourselves to say, Lord, we want to be closer to you. Amen. We we need you, Lord, more than we've ever need you, more than any other time. Like Brother Aaron was saying, you look at the world, you look at what's going on right now, and if we didn't have something that we could put ourselves underneath, amen, underneath his wings, amen, I would be scared to death, amen, with everything that's going on from the economy, debt, Wars, everything you look around you, amen. But I'm thankful, amen, that there's somewhere where we can hide ourselves. But we still need him, amen, amen. Let's sing this song. We need you, Lord, we need you. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, amen, right now. you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We lift our hands and bow our knees, oh, and worship at your throne cause we need you Lord yes we need you Lord oh right now our hands oh and we bow our knees and worship at your throne hallelujah cause we need you Lord yes we need you Lord right now let's sing it one more time Is that your prayer? Well, we need you, Lord. 
service with a word of prayer. Um, it's good to see Brother Jeremy. He made it uh, back. We want to uh, continue to remember the, our young people that are coming back and remember our pastor, uh, Brother Barry and Sister Becky, and um, uh, remember each other. Amen. We'll see you uh, here on Wednesday. Lovely Lord Jesus, Father, we pause and we reflect and we look at last year, Lord, the mistakes we've made, things we've done, Lord, how many times you've forgiven us, Lord. And Father, we just place all those things under the blood. We would just ask, Lord, for that strength to continue on, Lord Jesus. Father, we want every step of our, of our feet in 2023 to be in your perfect will, Lord Jesus. May every thought, may every word, may every attitude, may it all be pleasing to you, Father God. Let that be our heart's desire, Father. And Lord, I would just ask that you would take Brother Aaron and strengthen him and the virtue that went out of him this morning, Father. Just replace it. Those that are traveling back, Father, whether they're visiting family or coming back from winter youth retreat, pray, Lord, you would just surround them, protect them, bring them home safely. And, Father, our young people that have went, I pray, Lord, that a permanent supernatural work was done in their hearts, and it was done by you, Lord Jesus, that they could be that light in this end time, to show the world, Lord, that you are still alive. And Father, we humbly ask that you would go with us the rest of this day, Lord. Continue to guide us and mold us and shape us into your image, Lord. Father, we ask it all in the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to sing, This is my desire, and you may be dismissed. This is my desire to honor you, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you.
I take every moment I'm away. 